It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good people. Welcome to the show. It's your boy GQ. Jay Rich is on the screen with me. Did not apparently did not mean for him to be here. Get out of here, Jay. We got to give you a proper intro. Good to be here. It is Monday, October the twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all being here. It is um fantasy football therapy session. I uh, Jay, we had a big, we got a nice show sheet lined up for the people. Um, and we're just going to talk it out. We, we've we got to have a therapy session because this season is wild. This is a wild season of fantasy football. I know y'all all feel it. The NFL is off the chain. Uh, but uh, let's, 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 let's bring everybody in. Jay, how you doing this morning, baby? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I just, I just hope that uh, Miss McDaniel isn't watching the show. I hope that she is uh, with I hope Miss McDaniel is watching, man. That's it. For y'all who may be new... We have a frequent visitor of the show, Brees Hall's mother, Miss McDaniel LaRonda, comes in. She's a part of the wake-up community. Uh, we're sending thoughts and prayers to her son. Our uh, fantasy football savior, the RB1, went down yep. last week, and we'll get to that in a minute. Jay, but I don't even need this. It's good, but I don't need it oh. because your boy GQ, I've been cleared. I've been cleared, medically cleared. To return to action, sort of, kind of. So I woke return up at 5 a.m. Yeah, woke up at 5 a.m., got me a workout in, squatting, working out. So basically, at the uh, the the rehab place, physical therapy place I go to, the record yeah. for like a normal person coming back from an Achilles tear is five months. Five months is the record. And okay. the test to really see if you are back is single leg heel raises. So standing on one oh. foot and then... Elevating up your foot yeah. like that, like that, that. That's the test, right? I'm gonna beat the. Re- I'm gonna I'm beat the record. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be back, Jay. I'm gonna get back. I'm I'm dedicated to it, baby. Got up this morning. I'm feeling good. But shout out to our one of our sponsors, Michelle Adoro Coffee. Jay, talk to him about Michelle Adoro. 
Man, so the biggest thing here, two pieces of news for you. If you go to their website and you sign up with the code WAKEUP, you will now get 15% off because they said, they'd be like, you know what? You guys are doing a good job. We'll give you 15% now. And on top of that, if you go to their website, link in the description, sign up for their email list, you can get additional discounts and other products tailored to the products that you order. So definitely go check it out. Go get yourself a cup of Michelle Adoro. Obviously, we've been talking about it forever. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's phenomenal, man. People, it's and people, not even just us. It, whether it's in the Discord, on Twitter, they hit us up. They say, wow. This stuff is really good. You guys aren't bullshitting. And it's not that expensive. Authentic Italian coffee, 70 years in business. Go check it's it good. out, man. It's, it's really, good really good. Go get stuff. Go yourself some Michelle Adoro, man. It's really it's good, good stuff, man. But we got a lot to get into today. Uh, today, Jay, uh, Scott Connors Dynasty, Destination Dynasty podcast is out now. So make sure you go to the DD radio feed. Listen to Scott. Teach us get better. I don't know what he's talking about this week. I'll listen to it on the ride into work. Um, Quarterbacks, part two. Uh-oh, QBs, part two. Yeah, I'm just trying and he talked about Brees Hall's injury as well. Oh boy. I'm just trying not to spill my coffee today. That's that's the main goal, not to spill the coffee. But Jay, let's get into the news real quick and then dive into it, all right? Yep. The biggest news in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. So one piece of news that I don't think everyone caught right away is that J.K. Dobbins is actually on IR. They put him on IR and activated Gus Edwards prior to the game on Sunday. Gus Edwards did look great, scored two touchdowns. But getting into the actual news from Sunday, Christian McCaffrey made his debut. And Ray, I cannot even tell you how good that man looked in the San Francisco 49ers jersey. I almost wanted to buy one on the spot. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey did look great. I believe he had eight carries for 40 yards and then caught a couple of passes to the backfield. He's going to be really good. Everyone who was kind of unsure about starting him, you kind of had to. Um, we talked about starting him, but I think he looked really, really good in limited action. I can't wait to see what he looks like when he actually knows the entire playbook and is full, fully utilized in that offense. But getting to the sad news, unfortunately, it isn't all positive stuff. DK Metcalf left the game against the Chargers with a knee injury. We don't even know the extent of what the knee injury is. Um, I was looking for some stuff this morning. Couldn't find anything about it. All I saw was that x-rays were negative, which makes sense given that it's a knee injury. Our savior, the sweet prince, the RB1 himself, Brees Hall, unfortunately projected ACL injury. Uh, Robert Sala told reporters that it is not looking good. I don't think we have a clear indication as to what it is as of yet. Um, they'll do MRIs today and they'll tell us exactly what's going on, but it's not looking good. It is suspected knee injury. So thoughts and prayers to Brees Hall, the family, everybody. He was looking so good, ripped off a 62-yard touchdown run in that game just to unfortunately have this knee injury. Nico Collins left the game uh, with a groin injury. David Njoku um, apparently has a minor ankle sprain. It wasn't considered that serious, but he did leave the game with a, in a walking boot and on crutches. Mike Williams suffered a sprained ankle late wow. in the game. You know, unfortunately, yeah, Mike Jeez. Williams is looking like a high ankle sprain too. So potentially could be a few weeks without Mike Williams. And even when he does come back, not looking good. And then Corey Davis potentially has an MCL sprain. Could easily get overlooked in that awful Jets and Denver games. But yeah, not great for anybody involved. We'll see what happens with Elijah Moore. But it could be the Garrett Wilson show going forward if Corey Davis is injured. Woof. It's, I just... <laughs> I just put injuries. I'm writing down the notes. It's just injuries, injuries, yeah. injuries, injuries. So we're like, let's just talk about it from the top. Let's let's talk about Christian McCaffrey. All right. So he did look good. He looked good. And it's going to, he's going to produce. It's a better offensive line. They got better weapons. 
They got foots put in ass by Kansas City yesterday because they have no quarterback. You, you look at that trade, man, to give up a second, a third, a fourth, and then a fifth in 2024, and they don't have their first rounder because of the Trey Lance deal. Trey Lance, I said yeah. this in the Discord, man. They better win a Super Bowl like next year. And Trey Lance better be the guy. Trey yeah. Lance better be the guy because you're giving up all this capital for a running back. And then you trade it up to get a quarterback who it's going to be two years where he's done nothing. One year of FCS football. Like, could John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan be wrecking this franchise before our eyes? I'm just asking the question. You trade away three firsts to move up to get Trey Lance. And right yeah. now, it doesn't, we don't know what he is. You trade second, third, fourth, and a fifth round pick to get a running back. And granted, CMC's a great back, but how much did he help them win yesterday? They got foot well, put in ass early. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care if he would have been up to speed or not. They, they weren't. It's the quarterback. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, man. It's Jimmy G. It is, He's awful. It is, definitely, it is awful. definitely Jimmy G. It's definitely Jimmy G. But I think, Ray, one of the bigger points here is that the defense has not been good. Right, you know, early in the season, this is a defense that was what top five, especially in the secondary. Two of the best safeties in the league. Um, it, it's they're getting shredded every week now. It, the past two weeks, they've been allowing a ton of points, allowing yards through the air. That's the bigger concern. Is like we can say Jimmy G's not the guy. We know that, right? But they're trading for Christian McCaffrey on the back of this defense, on the back of they have the playmakers to make enough plays to win these games. But to your point, a full Christian McCaffrey. Fully knowing the playbook, integrating the offense, they're probably still losing that game because that's how great Kansas City played, and they're on the road in that game. So I, I don't know what they do, but to your point, it, it, if Trey Lance isn't that guy, we're going to know pretty quickly. That's Scott's not good, and I think it's more of an indictment on John Lynch. They're saying the 49ers are protected to get three third-round picks as comp. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care about that. You trade three first-round picks to get a quarterback that has done nothing. You trade a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth next year to get a running back. A running back, man. And I get it. CMC is great, but he's a running back. You don't like you. You can find them. Deontay Foreman and well, Chuba yeah, Hubbard. They both had a hundred damn good. yards rushing. They both of them good. had a hundred rushing yards. Tyrion Davis Price played yesterday. You spent a third round pick on running backs the past two three years in a row. I don't care about their yeah. comp. Their comp third rounders. You trade three first for a quarterback. We don't know what he is. You trade all this capital for a running back. We don't know what he is. If 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 Trey Lance isn't the guy, where does San Francisco go from from where they're at? And I, and and we know I, he, we know he's going to be the starter because they they gave up. Yeah, the pitch they got no we choice now. That, that, yeah, that, we know that, right? I know that, but just it just seems like a situation where we look back two three years from now when Shanahan's not there, when maybe Lynch, and we're like, damn, they really wrecked that think, shit, man. But do you think there's a world where Shanahan keeps his job and Lynch doesn't? Because it, I, to be fair Fire to Shanahan, needs to be like, on his ass too. they got, they got, he is, I don't know if he's doing the best he can do, but it seems like he's doing the best he can do. Like he's still winning games. He obviously had a phenomenal season now last year. Now he's doing the, the best he can had. do. Come on, man. Well, I'm just that, saying, that's like, not, that's he, not the standard is, he should is he be doing a, to. But is he doing a, but is he doing a bad job? At, like at his job being the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, he's doing a bad job. I, I'm, I don't not think saying he is. I'm not saying he's doing a right? bad job, but you got to win still. And when you trade all those, when you trade your future. But is that away, on Shanahan or is that on Lynch? That's, that's on the both. They're one uh, and the same. They're one and the same. Probably two peas in a pod. Probably. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 Probably a little bit, right? But I think I could think we could see a scenario where Lynch goes because of all these, all these moves are on the GM. 
They fire Lynch, but they keep Shanahan because they they like what he's built and what he what he's done for that offense, which I could see. Man, it's wild. It's wild. Um, ooh, well, let's just dive into it, man. Like some of the top takeaways and stories of this past week. What do we got on the docket, Jay? Uh, this is probably my favorite one. Talk to me. Tom Brady and oh, Aaron Rodgers cooked. Are they? Per the notes. Yeah. Per the notes. Per cooked. the notes. I'm, a- I'm asking. I'm asking the question. I talked about this last night on the stream with Bleacher Report. Make sure y'all tap in. Sunday nights after the final Damn. game, I do uh, the NFL recap with Bleacher Report. So come check out the app. Ke- check GK out on the app. Damn. But I uh, was Damn. talking about this last night. I'm asking the question. Are they? Co- I don't want to hear. Here's the thing, Jay. I don't want to hear any damn excuses for Tom Brady. No. None. Zero. I don't want to hear about the line. I don't want to hear about Todd Bowles. I don't want to hear about anything other than the GOAT, Tom Brady. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Rashad. I don't want to hear it. They're out there 13-point favorites versus Carolina. (laughs) 13-point favorites. And they got two foots put in their ass. Two foots at the same. I don't even know how you do that. I could put one foot in an ass. Two foot in an ass at the same time. That's a unique talent. That is that is something. Two foot in ass. And they got that done to them by the Carolina Panthers. Pounded it down their throat. Harassed Tom Brady from start to finish. They're three and four. This that Carolina yeah. is one game out of the division lead at two and yep. five. Worst division in football. The worst division in football. The worst. I don't want to hear it. And Tom Brady's up there with his fucking chiseled jaw and his skinny neck talking about he wants to play forever. I don't want to see him play forever if he's going to play like this. He is ruining my Scott Fishbowl team. I'll tell you that. What do you think about is is Tom Brady? What's what's the issue in Tampa Bay? I think it's that they can't run the ball. You know, we talk about how is Tom Brady cooked. I think we're seeing that in some ways, Leonard Fournette is legitimately cooked. Like, he can't get to the edge. He can't push the pile, it seems. The offensive line is bad. But when he's going 8 for 19, getting stuffed on 3rd and 1, stuffed on 4th and 1. And we've seen this happen time and time again. It wasn't an exclusive to just this game environment. Happened against the Saints twice. It happened against a few other teams. Because I've watched a couple of these games. You know, you look at the game against Pittsburgh. It's not looking good, right? Then you look at this game. Yes, Mike Evans drops a surefire touchdown dropped one. Yeah. early in the game. But that's not saving them when they're no. losing 21-3. to three. So I'm not really sure where they go from here. I thought rock bottom was last week versus Pittsburgh. You lose to Kenny Pickett oh. and Mitch Trubisky. What do you follow it up with? A loss oh. to the Carolina Panthers. To P.J. Walker. Almost a perfect Walker. quarterback rating for P.J. Walker out there. Ima- imagine being Christian McCaffrey. Thursday, you get traded. Oh, I'm going to the Niners. Yes. Yeah, going to get I'm a win. going to win a game. Yeah. Going to get a win, right? They're going to oh, get their asses kicked you. without me, right? Yeah. No yeah. CMC. Jokes on you. Chuba yeah. Hubbard out there running like he was at Oklahoma State. Deontay Foreman yep. looked like the Texas version Gone. of Deontay Foreman. DJ Moore catching touchdown passes. Brian Burns getting sacks. I don't yep. want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They got two foots. Put in ass by Carolina as 13-point favorites. I don't want to hear it, man. Mike Evans catches that pass. It just takes one foot out of the ass. There's still another one in there. Yeah. There's still another one in there. Let's pivot and talk about Aaron Rodgers, though. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, God. He's out there. Aaron Listen, Rodgers. man. I'm just I'm looking across the board, Jay, at all these quarterbacks. Who's playing well? Bad. 
Who's playing Ain't well? Ain't nobody playing well. Nobody. Which one of these I, guys I, that we wanted to be the guy? Russell Wilson stinks. Aaron Rodgers stinks. Tom Brady stinks. Stinks, stinks, stinks. Stinks. They smell. They smell. You know what they? They're playing like. Let me tell you how they're playing right now. Rodgers, Brady. Oh they're playing like any parent out there, and you guys will get it. Jay, you will not understand, but I one day, one day you will understand. There's this little contraption called a diaper genie, right? It looks like a futuristic spaceship, and you step on it, and you open it up, and you throw the shit baby diapers in there. But by the end of the week, that thing is it's like a snake of shit diapers, and you open it. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, if you got sinuses, it will clear you out. It smells like death in a can. If you could sell death in a can, just scoop some of that diaper genie air up, seal it up, open it, smell it, and you'll die. That's what it smells like. That's how they're playing. They're playing like what a diaper genie smells like. Absolute shit. And I don't want to hear any excuse. Ah, uh, Rodgers doesn't have weapons. They, they've been saying he can make every anybody great, right? You got yep. Sammy Watkins plodding around down there in, in, as wide receiver. Romeo Dobbs yeah. dropping balls left and right. I mean, what what is going on with these two quarterbacks, man? I don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I get Tom Tom Brady, and we need to give Tom Brady a little bit of respect. He still looks better than Aaron Rodgers, and he's 45, right? Like, he's got better players around him. But Aaron Rodgers, it just seems like can't do anything. Like, they only ran for 38 yards on 12 carries yesterday against the Commanders, right? Which they've been getting run all Aaron over. Aaron Jones all and A.J. Dillon! Jay! A.J. Dillon is dead. Like, no targets for A.J. Dillon. Four carries, 15 yards. Aaron Jones at least caught nine passes, 53 yards, and two, two, two touchdowns. Yeah, he, he, he just come he back in. He yeah. through the air. But, I mean, outside of that, what what do we want in this offense? Alan Lazard, 655. Aaron Rodgers couldn't even get 200 yards. Did obviously throw over the two touchdowns. It, it, to get just clapped by the commanders and Taylor Heineke. After Taylor Heineke threw a pick six. I think he threw multiple pick sixes. Well, they, got, they got called yeah. back. They kept getting called yeah. back. They kept getting called it's back. Just, you know, I, 30 just, carries on the ground between Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. What What is going on here? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> You look at both these teams. These are supposed to be the powerhouses of the NFC. Them and the Rams, of course. These The, the, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Rams are supposed to be the, the clear head and shoulders leaders in the, in the NFC. They stink. All of them stink. And there's no reason they're going to get any better. That's the problem. Romeo, like, where's the upside here? Romeo Dobbs, whatever his fucking name is, zero. A zero burger. Jay, nothing on his four targets. Not a damn thing. I mean, they're just, they're, they're killing us in fantasy football. They're killing yeah. us, man. Like, Awful, you can't, man. like, it, it's, it's almost to the point, like, do you even start, do you start Rodgers? You got to start Brady. You got Godwin and Evans, and he's going to throw the ball 50 yeah. times. You got to start Brady, right? Are you starting Rodgers? Like, if you had the op today, right now, don't even look at the schedule. And I just told you, Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones, who you starting next week? <laughs> Daniel Jones. Yeah, y'all laughed at me when <laughs> Daniel I, I kept, Jones I've kept saying from the beginning of the season, buy Daniel Jones, buy Daniel Jones, buy Daniel Jones. Right now, we keep talking about comeback player of the year, coach of the year. Is Daniel Jones a comeback player of the year candidate? No, unfortunately he's not. Um, Why not? Why not? On any other on any other team, he would be. But when you're playing with Saquon Barkley, unfortunately, Saquon Barkley is the locked and loaded comeback player okay. of the year. I just don't think I don't think Jones can pass him. Um, I don't think Jones will ever have the stats to pass him, right? Barkley is literally like getting 25, 30 Six carries a game. Six in one giants, baby. Six yeah. in one. 
Giants and Jets get a win again. What's that? Three weeks in a row now? I think three weeks in a row, Jets and Giants both win. They keep doing it. The Jets are fine. Okay, let's start with the Giants. Right now, it's, it's, it's crazy to say this. If I told you at the beginning of the season, Jay, I want pieces of the Giants offense over pieces of the Packers offense, you would say oh. I've lost it, right? You'd be like, I need a new yeah. host. Ray is off the rails. Right now, give me Saquon. Give me Daniel Jones. Give me Wondell Robinson, who looked damn good. Yep. Wondell Six Robinson. I think, I think you'll do the waiver show. You'll have that out today or tomorrow. Yep. I'm sure yeah, Wondell he'll be will be, sure. he'll be he'll be one of the top waiver pickups in redraft yep. leagues for the fossils out there that still play that. Wondell Robinson. But Daniel Jones, 200 passing, 100 rushing yards, not turning the ball over, not taking sacks. They're 6-1. and one. You've got to give Brian Dayball credit, man, for what he's done with this team defensively. Travis Etienne, for everything that he's not, we know what he is. He's an explosive, Good. explosive player. He rips off a run where it looks like he's taking it to the house. You know who ran him down? No. Kayvon Thibodeau, the damn DN. And you want to talk about, oh, he doesn't love the game. Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't Just love give the effort, game. Yeah. He doesn't give effort. He's running defensive end, chasing down a running back 50 yards down the field. This team is playing for Dayball. I want pieces of the Giants offense. Yep. Give me give me Wandell, give me Saquon Barkley, give me Daniel Jones, man. This is a team they're out of they're out of quarterback contention. You could you could you could cancel oh, there's no Christmas. Way now. They're not getting no any way. Bryce Young, they're not getting any CJ Stroud, they're not getting any Hendon Hooker, they're not getting any Will Levis. This is a team that I don't see them losing again until November 24th versus the Dallas Cowboys. Now they do have a tough matchup. This week versus Seattle. This this should be a good one. I believe they got the, mm, You don't think tough? so? I think tough? so. They just they just put foot in ass on, against the Chargers. Well Seattle the just put foot in No, nah, nah. You nah, want you want to talk about you want to talk about nah, you want to talk about nah. job security? Let's talk about Brandon Staley's his, job security. His security should have been shaky. on question. It should be talk shaky. Because he should have lost you know another saying? two or three games, Brandon Staley. But are the Giants at if the Giants are at home though? I, I because the thing is Seattle's defense game. still is no good. Seattle's defense is still but no good. But offensively, right? they could score. And the problem is, is we saw that you can run on the Giants. Initially in the season, it looked like they did have a very stout running game. But Travis Etienne did look good. Kenneth Walker obviously looked great yesterday, uh, right? One sixty four, uh, two tubs, ripped off a big long run. Oh, uh, right. you okay over there? Walker, yes, you okay over there? baby, yes. Woohoo, so good. And, we one unfortunately we lose one, but we we get another one. He's back. He's back. But I mean, the Chargers are terrible. So, what else is new there? Fucking James I mean, Robinson didn't do a damn thing in there. Zero carries, Ray. Zero. Remember when he was back? Zero carries. What? One target. Did was he even on the field at all? Fucking trade him. Michael Hasty got yeah, well, a, got a carry. Zay Jones him. got a carry. Trade him. We didn't talk about. We didn't talk about the commanders, man. B-Rob plodding his way to 73 yards. Man. He is a legit plotter. I like, told you this. As legit I gets. told you. Remember like, people were trying you, to pump him you up You hoped. I told you, you hoped he was a was plotter. Like a little bit. He, like, when I see this guy try to get to the edge, it looks like Zeke trying no. to get to the edge. And no, he is, Zeke, what, no, 23 Zeke, years Zeke's old? Zeke's got more explosion than, 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 than B-Rob. Zeke's got more explosion than B-Rob, man. He is. And here's the thing. They're going to keep slamming him up the A-gap 20 times yes, a game, too. 
They're going to keep doing it. Yeah. They're going to keep doing it. Take the over on Brian Robinson carries. Prize picks, use the promo code Wake Up. Take the over. Man, we had a good weekend. If y'all want to win some, <laughs> we had a good, we made some, Bro. we had a good We money. made some yeah. good money this weekend. We made some good money. All right. What else are we talking about? So, who else is on the notes? I don't I put I it don't, all. I just pick one. Pick one. We can talk about it all. Pick one, damn it. Can we talk about Arthur Smith and what he's doing out in Atlanta? Because Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Dead. We can't start. We can't start them, right? There's, there's no way. There's, damn near is there damn near drop redraft. Is there They're a almost worse coaching tree in the NFL Bro. than Mike Vrabel's? Bro. Mike Vrabel's coaching tree is, is I, right now not looking so good. Jay, I literally thought I was watching the Nebraska Cornhuskers from like the early <laughs> 2000s. They're lining up in fucking I formation, baby. Running the triple Every option. Play. Slamming it up the middle with a full back. I'm just like... One wide receiver, power formation. The, the same formation I ran in high school with that jersey back yep. there. Power high. That's what they're doing. Atlanta's so yes, bad. They're so bad, Jay. What are we doing? Down 21 points and still 21. establishing it. Bro. Establish it, baby. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. And it worked. I'm sweating yeah. right now. I'm so hot. Yep. I'm so hot, Jay. Okay, so let's talk about Marcus Mariota. 8 for 13, 124, one touchdown on a 75-yard bomb to Demir Bird. Fucking Demir Bird. Demir Bird. Demir Bird. Not even Olamide Zacchaeus. Shout out Demir Bird. Not even Brian Edwards. No, well, it's even I don't even know if he's on the team anymore. Drake London, one one reception, one target, nine yards. Kyle Pitts, three receptions, nine yards, five targets, and one. Ray, this close. Inches. To a touchdown for Kyle Pitts. And it's, it's, uh, you just you thought he'd make it. You thought they'd overturn it. They didn't. And who'd they give it to? Tyler Algier. Ran it up. Ran it up the high the formation. Just just it slamming great. it up the middle. I, I, they are unstartable. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Redraft. Yeah, you can drop Drake. You honestly, you could drop Drake London and redraft. Drop him. Oh. Drop him. He's yeah, clogging your redraft roster. Go get. Go get Tyquan Thornton. Go get any other receiver. You can't play him. They don't even. They yep. don't. They're throwing the ball 15 times a game, man, in the NFL. In the NFL, Jay? Yeah. It's crazy because, in, right, in what league does this ever work? In what in college, this doesn't work. You can't throw the yeah, ball it times works in college and win in, a game. At Georgia Tech or Navy. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking that's, that's, that's the, the only, only place, place it works. works. Yeah. Not in the National it's, Football League. You're down 21. But they established it, and it worked. Man, baller to be of the fair week. on that drive, right, let's, it worked. Let's stay in that game. Baller of the week. Thank goodness. Of the week. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. 500 total yards. Yeah, man. 481 through the air. Four yeah. touchdowns, one on the ground, three through the air. Baller of the week. Thank goodness. It was going to be Andy Dalton, and then Joe Burrow saved us. Yeah. Oh, my God, Ray. And Wide receiver run- one and two on the week. Uh, yeah, well, 20 rushing rounds. Well, I was going to say, you have, you have Jamar Chase... Is the wide receiver baller of the week? Remember, there was some panic over Chase, not really doing that well. Uh, man, boom, back to back weeks, just smashing. Tyler Boyd had yep. what five for eight? He for was wide receiver two. Wow. Yeah, wide receiver two, eight for one fifty five and a touchdown. Yeah, both uh, these I'm guys, not, wide receiver one and two with Burrow. What do you QB think? The, what do you think the conversation is in the Atlanta locker room? Like, like after the game, like, bro, we're down twenty one points and we're still fucking running yeah. the ball. Like, what do you think London <laughs> and Pitts are saying? Probably the same shit Elijah Moore saying. Trade me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake London saying trade me. He's a rookie. Trade me. Get me out of here. Man. Arthur Smith is terrible. And here's the, they better start losing too before they get stuck right in that zone 
where they're picking well, like right, 15th guess, overall and they you don't know get, they're three and four too right so they're at the top they're they're in division contention right now in the nfc south they're they're ready to go they're ready to beat the bucks which is insane but yeah i mean these guys smashed hayden hurst tight end start of the week Six receptions, 48 yards. I'll take it. I'll T. Take Higgins, it. still five receptions, yeah, 93 yeah. yards. They almost had three 100-yard receivers. And Atlanta still yeah. decided to say, no need no need to put the ball in harm's way with Marcus Merritt. Yep. He went eight for third. Eight complete. <laughs> it's Dog. bad. Really bad. And it's this is every week. It's like just insane. You know, you what are they doing? How many plays did they even run? Like... <laughs> Oh my God! It's just Thir- terrible. Twenty-nine rush attempts, thirteen pass attempts. Thirteen pass attempts plus three dropbacks on sacks. It's just on sacks. Bad, bad. Just you talk about bad offense. There you go. And they scored all their points in the second quarter, which is just nuts. They actually outscored I, the I Bengals in the second quarter. I don't even. I honestly don't. I don't even know, man. Um, let's talk about a more entertaining game: the Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Uh, 38 to 20. Josh Jacobs, Jay. Josh Jacobs. Baller. I mean, absolute baller. Let's pull him up. Josh Jacobs, baller of the week. 20 for 143, three touchdowns. This man is playing like he wants a deal. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to finish the season with like 1,500 rushing yards. He's going to get paid, and then he's going to be awful every game after this season. You know what's going to happen, too. You, I mean, you think so, eh? I, I I gotta give I gotta give a little bit of credit here. I gotta be honest, Ray. I think I think we owe Josh McDaniels a small apology. I don't. I've one. been I've been in. Still terrible. His, well, I don't know if you've been in. I don't know if you've been in. But the running game, right, that he brought from New England and and we has been successful in the NFL. He has brought that to the Raiders, and he has made Josh Jacobs an extremely fantasy relevant running back. Oh. And I think this is this is the biggest takeaway here. Say what you want about Carr and the passing game, and that's bad. That, that bad. is not it's good bad. right now. Devontae Adams did do his did do his thing. Um, nine targets, eight receptions, ninety five yards. Cool, whatever. Where's my touchdown? Thanks, Mac Hollins. But he has turned Josh Jacobs into a legitimate RB one. And the question remains, Ray. Where do we rank him in Dynasty? Because he doesn't have his deal yet. We expect they're probably going to bring him back. How do they not bring this guy back when he's been so good? Where do we rank him in Dynasty? Because you think about all the running backs out there, Alvin Kamara's not doing well, Javante Williams hurt, Christian McCaffrey got a bump, right? But older, Josh Jacobs is actually still really young. I believe he's only going to be 25 after this season. So where do you want to rank him? How's he been in the league like eight years and he's still 24 years old? Came out at 20, right? Right now I have him in the third tier. It's the C tier. It's in the same tier as Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, A.J. Dillon, J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, Ramondre Stevenson. But I haven't updated J.K. is going to fall yeah. out of this tier. A.J. Dillon's going to fall out of this tier. Yep. Uh, Dalvin probably. So is who's in there. tier two? Would you bump him into tier two? Tier two with for I'm me assuming Swift, in my rankings is Najee still in there? In my rankings, Patreon.com forward slash all gas. Kenneth Walker. This is pre yep. this week. Kenneth Walker. Yeah. CMC. DeAndre Swift. Nick Chubb. Javonta Williams. Austin Eckler. Najee Harris at the bottom of it. Does he slide into that tier? I don't see. I think any, you put him. I don't right see below any reason. Right I don't see there. any reason why Najee's ended and Josh Jacobs isn't. Yep. I don't I don't 100%. see why not. So yeah, I can make that 100%. adjustment. I can make that. I, I just I don't rank, I don't fuck around with my rankings weekly like a lot of people are doing. Yeah, yeah. 
Like it takes. But a I think we could stay like right around top ten, right? Like I think you do yes. make the case for him being top ten dynasty, and then you know where where he slots in that top ten. Name ten running backs you'd rather have than that. Well, nine. now if we throw in the twenty three guys, I would take Gibbs and still. I still I still think really you take Gibbs over Jacobs. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's go top think, ten. I Let's think go top ten dynasty I think running that's backs. A, so you got to have Brees in the top ten. You got to have JT in the top ten. You're putting. Well, the problem JT, is, where do you put Javante? Brees is Javante Hall. in the top ten, even though well, he's let's, hurt. Let's not let's not do those ones yet. So JT, Brees Hall, Brees, Christian McCaffrey in the top ten. Swift can be in the top ten. CMC, right? Kenneth Walker. Then you talk about Kenneth Walker. Yeah, K nine's definitely in Robinson. there. I'm just we're not Bijan. in order. We're just saying Gibbs. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, he's 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 a fringe guy, I think. But yeah, would you uh, throw Pierce in there? We're Probably gonna not, get to Pierce. Well, we'll get to Pierce. Well, are you gonna? Because you, you gonna, got then you got Najee, AK, Dalvin. Well, Cook or sorry, um, Chubb Saquon, is top Saquon, ten for sure. Saquon, Saquon, yep. Chubb. Chubb. Okay. I'm trying to think of who else we even throw in there at this so point. So right now we got Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler probably five, is still six, in there. He's seven, been so eight, good. Nine. Austin Eckler is ten. Austin Eckler would be ten. Are you putting Josh Jacobs over any of those guys? I think you should put him over Gibbs, man. I like Gibbs, but. I don't think he's locked and loaded to be the guy, right? Like if Jacobs, if we're projecting Jacobs as, you know, a potential starting running back on the Raiders, this heavy workload, I mean, he's probably top 10. People are saying Ramondre Stevenson. I think that's a good, good point I'll take, to make. I'll take, I'll take right Pierce now, over Stevenson. I'd take Pierce over Stevenson. So, so Ray, the only reason why I kind of disagree from this conversation is today I'm kind of with you, but people need to understand that Damian Pierce or Damian Harris should be off the roster next season, right? And we've seen what it's looked like with Ramondre Stevenson being the bell cow. Is he going to actually be the bell cow? I don't really suspect that to happen. But if he is, he will be very, very good for fantasy. And so that is worth pointing out because Harris is on an expiring contract. They're definitely not bringing him back. But I think you can make the case for Josh Jacobs right around top 10 in the league. You know, maybe you want to take him over Eckler or Chubb. I probably wouldn't do it. But the conversation can be made because he is a little bit younger. And we forgot ETN too. I think ETN is inside that top 12-ish. He's got to be in there. Yeah, he's got to be in there for sure. Jacobs, I'll just say, let's be conservative. He's top 15 for what that's worth. Oh, for sure. For whatever that's worth. Yeah. But Damian Pierce on the other side, I I keep seeing people say that Houston's going to draft another running back and replace Pierce. Stop. No, they're not. This dude's a fucking monster, man. And he's got a ton of tread left on the tires. They're committed to him. He's one of the only backs that's getting consistent weekly 20-plus touches a game. And he just continues to carry the team. Not only did he have 20 rush attempts, he had four receptions on four targets. Like, you're talking about an absolute workhorse in Damian Pierce. Seventh in the NFL in attempts. Sixth in rushing yards. He's got three touchdowns. He's averaging almost five yards a clip. He's everything that you nice. could want from a young rookie running back. Houston is not going to replace him next year. Stop it. So if you have Damian Pierce, if you can get a first for him, I would still make that move. But we're, we're long gone are the days of trade Damian Pierce for any second round pick. Remember that? Fun fucking times, right? <laughs> Those the days. Good times. Those are the days. Yeah, those so what are you days. trading to get Kenneth Walker? Now that he's a top five running well, back let's in talk, well, let's talk, well, let's talk about Ken Walker then. Let's talk about Kenneth Walker what 168 yards? 69. Yeah, something like that. Led the led the um the week in rushing tell, yards. Our boy, our boy Dave threw a ticket on that. Let me th- let me tell you what's that's awesome. Shout out Dave, man. Shout out the Discord. Let me tell you what's so like you watch Kenneth Walker, and if you guys didn't follow him early in his collegiate career at Wake oh, Forest, no. 
You know what I'm talking about. He'll get the you ball. You see those like, runs, right? He'll stand behind the line and just kind of like stand there and pat his feet. And I'm like, run. And then all of a where's sudden, where's Mel Tucker? Yeah, yeah where's Mel ear, Tucker? Right? Go, go, go. And once he puts his foot in the ground and goes, it's special, man. He looks like a, he looks like a young Lynch. He looks like he's big, yeah. 22 miles per hour on that run. The really? fastest ball carrier Damn. in the NFL this year, 22 miles per hour for Kenneth Walker. Where does he rank? Should, should he be in tier one with Saquon, with JT? I'm gonna move Brees Hall. Is he? Is there even? Is there even? Who's who's tier one running back? Who's tier one? Is it still? Is it just Saquon? Saquon and JT with the age. What's up? (sighs) Okay, Ray. Let's let's have the conversation. I just don't like people. This is what we're talking about. I just want. Here's my. Hold on. Let me say this. My dynasty philosophy. I just need one running back, bro. Give me one of them. Give me Saquon. Give me Kenneth Walker. I just need one. And I could backfill with the Singletaries. I could backfill with yep. the Deonta Foremans. I just need one. I don't need two, three, four. Give me one of Saquon. Give me one JT. Give me one Kenneth Walker. And I'll figure out the rest. I don't need a bunch of them. I don't. I'm yep. not. I am 100%. not the heavy RB drafter. I'm zero to no RB truther over here from, from now until kingdom come. But I, I yep. don't. Where, where is Kenneth Walker ranked? What are people saying? Let's see what the people are saying. I mean, I'd say somewhere around top, probably f- maybe five to seven-ish, because you're going to take him probably because of age, right? Obviously, the workload is phenomenal for him. He'll keep getting that probably every week. Pete's going to keep pounding him. So, I mean, I think that's where we're at. But, you know, for us and how we draft teams, like we're not going to really get many of these guys because first round, we take our quarterbacks. We we do not want to get stuck with these bad quarterbacks. We've, we've talked about this already in this show, how bad the quarterback play is. But I think that, you know, when you look at the landscape of the of dynasty and fantasy football, like you need really good wide receivers that can blow up like Jamar Chase and you need high end quarterbacks, but the running backs just aren't really getting it done and they're getting hurt and all this stuff. And Josh is asking in the chat, is Walker better than Chubb? The answer is no, no. in my opinion, no. but he is a lot younger. And so if you want to take him over Chubb, I can't blame you for that. Chubb is the leading rusher, most 20 yard runs in the NFL, leading the league by a mile. But Kenneth Walker is a lot younger on a competent offense, which I didn't think I'd be saying this season, and looking really good. So if you want to take him over to Chubb, I don't hate it. All right. What else are we talking about? What, what, other, what other crap happened this weekend? Um, Ray, are you buying low on the Carolina Panthers? And are you buying low? You actually did buy low, so I have to give you a little bit of credit. You did buy low on DJ Moore. Where are you at with DJ Moore now? Would you be going to trade for him? Because he did score a touchdown, right? He did have a pretty good fantasy week. But the issue is now is like, it's his value now gone up to where it's like people mm-hmm. are asking him first. And are we paying that for DJ Moore? I don't know if, I don't know if people are paying that, but I do want DJ Moore. He's still incredibly young. He's incredibly talented. And right now what's about to happen with this offense is they're just, as long as Philip Walker or Sam Darnold are at the helm, they're just going to keep throwing to him, right? They'll just keep throwing yep. to him. But here's the thing. Carolina will be drafting their quarterback of choice, no doubt, next year. New yeah. off, new coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback. DJ Moore's locked up. He's got the security. I'm absolutely in on DJ Moore. I did trade for him this past week. I moved away my... Do you remember what the trade was? I traded Drake London. Going, I traded Drake London oh, and Isaiah yes, Pacheco and got DJ Moore plus. So, yeah. I, my thought process behind the deal is... Drake London's not going to do anything for me anyway. 
Like he's not yeah. this year. Like he's just not. Where's I still that love guy him. you're gonna go up from? You, you and they're not in a, as good of a position as Carolina to land a quarterback. Like I can easily see them going into next year with Mariota or Ritter, and I just don't want to play that game with those guys, man. They're not getting one, a top only one game apart, right? And I don't know if they've played each other yet. So that's that could be a big point this season. But I think the real answer is that Arthur Smith is going to try and win the game versus yeah. Carolina, who will probably try and lose. Yeah, the I'll game, go right? get. I'll get London. I'll get London back, but. I am 100% in on DJ Moore. There's nothing wrong with his talent, his skill set. He's, what, 25 years old? 25 years old, and he's, and he's probably going to have Bryce Young next year throwing him the ball. Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Yeah, give me DJ yeah. Moore. Give me DJ Moore. Yeah. I am in on him. I don't know where the community value— Like, when I looked before I made that trade, keep trade cut yeah. had him at wide receiver 33. Wide yeah, man, he's 33. been down there, like in the 80s, 90s of the overall rankings of Superflex, like super low for a guy as talented as DJ Moore. But when you talk about the offense, it's just, it's not good. Do you want to touch on this question here from JV yeah, I, asking I, I us do. about George Pickens' outlook? I do want to touch on this because I posted this late night in the Discord and no one said anything. Um, I post <laughs> gyms and, you know, people pay me for a service. I post stuff and nobody fucking responds. But... Based on how I viewed George Pickens a long time ago, for those of y'all that were around when I was doing stuff with Player Profiler and Matt Kelly, I had a whole episode dedicated to George Pickens. It was called Sweatpants Swag. George Pickens, top two, top three wide receiver in the 2022 class. He gets hurt, misses majority of his season. He comes back. Yeah. We see him fall to the second round. If George Pickens were in this class in 2023, based on where I had him graded as far as my film his prospect profile, he would no doubt be the number one wide receiver for me in this class. Really? Ahead of Addison, Quentin Johnston, JSN, Kayshawn Boutte. George Pickens would be my top-rated wide receiver in this 2023 class. That's how – and I've, been, I've got receipts for days on George Pickens. I'm talking about from his days in high school at Hoover, Alabama. I've got – I'm like, this dude is – he's legit – Pittsburgh is just bad, man. I mean, we watched the game last night, but let's yeah. let's get into that a little bit if you want. Okay. Um, right. So Miami won sixteen to ten. Tua came back twenty one for thirty five, two sixty one, a touchdown. Um, now going to the other side of the ball, Kenny Pickett thirty two for forty four, two fifty seven, one touchdown, three interceptions. Um, but like we talked about, and we've mentioned this quite a bit, got the ball to Pratt Fryermuth a ton. Eight receptions, 75 yards, and your boy George Pickens, six for 61 with a nasty back shoulder touchdown. Um, showed off the nasty. body control that he showed off a couple weeks ago, right, with that one-handed catch. But this is really what makes him great, right? He uses his body very well, contorts himself, can make nice catches and, and keep the ball away from defenders, and obviously the strong hands to finish through the catch points. So he's showing that each and every week and clearly a favorite of Kenny Pickett. But where do we value him in Dynasty with Kenny Pickett not looking like the goods right now? It's tough, right? It's it's so funny, man. You watch them. They're, when they got inside like the red zone and they had Pickens lined up on the right-hand side of the screen as the X, Deontay Johnson, well, technically Deontay Johnson was at the X and Pickens was at the yeah. Z. Um, but just how big he is compared to – I'd be throwing him every damn time. He's massive. Yeah. His catch radius is insane. He, he's a he's he's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal. Who are you asking? Who am I valuing? Pickens or Pickett? Who are you asking about? <laughs> I was asking more about Pickens because I don't think so. To Scott's point, Scott did throw this in the chat. He said he's very encouraged by P Kenny Pickett's efficiency numbers. The interceptions were bad though, right? Yeah, so the yeah, and not, they were bad. I'm not worried about Pickett, man. He's he just 
He's a young quarterback. He's trying to fight. He's trying to duel. The last interception, mm. he just fucking threw it in there. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. There was a the bad one. That one right? He'll learn. What he should have done on third down was take the seven-yard check down to Najee, put him in a better yep. position to, if they wanted to go for it on fourth or if they wanted to kick a field goal. He tries to force it over the middle of the field. I don't know if it was tipped, but the ball was doing this. Then Javon Holland picks it off and runs it back. I'm not really concerned with Kenny Pickett. I think there are a lot of other issues going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I don't believe you could really judge Pickett on it. Let me tell you something. When I'm watching Kenny Pickett, I I have a little more confidence than I do when I'm watching Zach Wilson. I don't know if y'all watched. Did you all watch the game? Like, real talk. Red zone, baby. It's a savior. (laughs) was out there, when I say playing YOLO football, there was a play. And if you watch the game, y'all know what I'm talking about. He is literally on the sideline, like one foot out of bounds, and he chucks that bitch back across to the middle of the field. Yeah. And I'm almost thinking, hit Conklin too, right? I'm, and he almost completed it. I'm like, why? Why? What are you doing? He's running around like talk. If I were Robert Saul, I'd be like, dude, stay in the pocket. Either throw the ball to the receiver or throw it out of bounds. There were at yep. least 52 danger plays committed by Zach Wilson on, on his 26 attempts on his 26 <laughs> attempts 56 danger plays i'm just like dude chill out what are you doing and he's running down the yeah. field juking out defenders he's just playing backyard football man I, it's it was a roller coaster of emotions watching old zach yeah. wilson but they got the job done they got the job done but he also looks very well not good either he looks <laughs> he, not good. he is uh he is Mormon Mahomes in every sense of the word, right? It's yes. like you see what Mahomes does, and then you see Zach Wilson. It looks like he's trying to do the same shit, but does it at an extremely low level. Um, it's just ridiculous to see what he's done. 16 for 26, you know, no one over 40 yards. Michael Carter was a leading receiver. Garrett Wilson, 24 yards. Conklin, 22 <sighs> yards, both on four receptions. The, the, just the crazy thing, Ray, is they win in spite of this guy. It's like it's like when it's like when they win with the Falcons with Mariota. It's the exact same thing. They win in spite of his lack of ability. He didn't throw any picks. I, he didn't fumble. So he didn't do anything. Just run Wilson. around. He just kept running around. 100, 121 pass yards. But yeah, I'd want to see the uh, Fitbit the Fitbit on his steps because it was. Uh, wild how much that guy was running around back there and i think they do have a bit of offensive line issues but yeah they lost elijah vera tucker in that one Brees hall went out like i'm not i'm not i'm not knocking zach wilson it just was if you watched it you know exactly what i'm talking about where you're like dude just throw the ball away um the lions you want to talk about the lions everyone's favorite (laughs) sleeper wild card team who are now one in five in prime position for a top quarterback yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown hurt, d- yep. concussion. Jared Goff looked awful. W- w- Dak Prescott came back. Uh, that's positive. What do right? you think of Dak Prescott? Do you think he was, was good? Right. I thought he was okay. I thought he was fine yeah. for his first game back. I thought he was fine. He Noah Brown made some awful plays. Yeah, awful. Noah, yeah, Noah Brown is. D- Dallas needs a number two receiver in the worst way. Michael Gallup, goose egg as well. Two targets, uh, yeah. Yeah, two targets. Dalton Schultz. Just. You talk about leaving it all on the field for the bag. He's doing whatever yep. it takes to get paid because he won't be able to walk at, at 32 years old. He's out there limping around with his knee. Uh, the biggest revelation from Dallas is Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard are just, they're really good. The fact that they're yeah. using both of these guys in tandem, this it almost reminds me of the 2016 Dallas Cowboys 
where they're like, Dak, you just manage the game. Don't turn it over. We're going to run the ball and play great defense, and then we'll win the game. Uh, that's what it. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. Watch. That's what they need to do. Uh, Michael Parsons, right? I think an, another sack. Sam Williams mm-hmm. coming on. Uh, Michael Parsons tied for first in the league in sacks. Defensively, they're just really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think, you know, this is the game plan. And early on when they were struggling, it was, it's to me at least, it seemed like it was because they were trying to pass the ball too much. Second half, they said, let's just run it down their throats. And they did that. And I'm a little bit pissed at Mike McCarthy because Tony Pollard didn't score, breaking my parlay. But maybe I'll forgive him because we told you guys to start Tony Pollard and he delivered, man. He was really good. And he could have had a much bigger game. He got down to the goal line twice and didn't score. Unfortunately, they didn't give him that opportunity. But he looked great, and I think he's going to continue to look great. But against this Lions D, target the running backs every week, man. This defense yes. is just terrible. Can like, I ask you a so tough question? Bad. Can I ask you a tough question? Sure. I'm all questions. J-Mo comes back. Yeah. Amon Ra's been banged up. Hadn't put a yep. ton on wax this year because he's been hurt. Yep. Been a while. What happens with that passing attack? Um, I mean, I think the true answer is that DJ Shark, right? We didn't even talk about him. He's on IR right now, right? So he got hurt. And so he's on IR now. I think the immediate impact is that they slide him into his role, whatever his role was. It's a bit of a lower leverage role, right? Especially to start deeper routes, clear outs, deep posts, all that kind of stuff. The things that makes JMO great. And then maybe there's still life for Amara St. Brown. But to your point, we don't know how they're going to use him. They were damn excited to get JMO. Damn excited to get JMO. And so now you look at Amon Ra being hurt, banged up, that alpha, that clear path, that no way you can touch me type of mentality people were on about Amon Ra St. Brown. Wide receiver that's not four. Exist. At, some, at one point this season, he was wide not receiver four value. And we said right? if he got to that high, you need to be shopping him. And this isn't even just this the, season, right? Like moving into yeah. next year, who if you just had to call your shot today on October 24, 2022, Who's the Lions wide receiver one going into next season? Amon Ra or J-Mo? What, where would you place your money? Um, for fantasy production, I think I would still put Amon Ra, but I think it's very close. I think it's very close. I think you just you get the PPR aspect of Amon Ra St. Brown, but you talk about the big plays and the touchdowns, it, it could very well be in J-Mo's favor, right? And it just depends on how they ultimately use these guys. I don't view J-Mo as an over-the-middle type of guy. That's not really his skill set. He can run the crossers and yeah. things like that and get yards that yeah, way not, and get not, yak especially. Yeah, yeah. But he's not going to do the dirty stuff that Amon Ra does week in, week out. So I think they can work in tandem. But, you know, for all we know, it could be J-Mo next season. And I think they want him to be that guy. It's, will it be next season? We'll see. But this season, if he shows well enough, and Ray, we've talked about this a thousand times, it takes one play from JMO, 75 yards down the field, burn somebody, and he is going to be wrap. top 18 dynasty wide receiver at that point. Easily. Bro, fast. Easily. Higher than that. With the way that right? he's higher than that. He's so fast. All it's going to take so is one fast. play. And a, a, yeah. and a 75% JMO is probably faster than everybody else as well. It's just going to be interesting. They too are going to have a new quarterback, right? Their, their offensive yep. line is still damn good. They've got a great yep. offensive line, but. It's just interesting. It's it's one of the things I'm learning in Dynasty. When you get, you you, you got to guess and project to a certain degree, right? And when you get these type of players, that their value hits this peak level, you need, uh, top so, five, top four, you got to shop those cats, man. Amon Ra got there at some point. 
Well, right. What I'll say, right, and I think this is the bigger conversation, is that people need to really understand like who the true alphas are in the NFL, right? Like, there, George Pickens is a guy that the community loves that could be a, a quote unquote alpha, right? Like there's people who don't want to buy AJ Brown because, oh, well, he's with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith is there, but like he's a legitimate alpha in the NFL. DK Metcalf is a legitimate alpha who will retain value over the long term. And this was my conversation with you, right? And this, I, and I, I don't want to poo-poo on him because he had a great season, but Michael Pittman is a guy that I wasn't really in on. I didn't think people really viewed him as an alpha. Yes, his value can go to the moon, but Amaral's the same type of guy. He's not that dude. Like, he's not going to be a guy who retains this value long term as a high end dynasty asset because he's not an alpha. He's just not. And that's no slight to him. It's just this is how these things work. Traylon Burks could get there, right? If everything hits and he, everything comes together, Traylon Burks is a guy that can be that alpha. You need to understand who these guys are because when these value spikes, like Ray's talking about, happen, you sell those guys because there's going to be a ton of value to be had. And you could have sold Amon Ra probably for AJ Brown plus at a time. There was a time. Brown, there was a time. Easily. There was a time. Right? Michael, you could sell Michael Pittman for AJ there was Brown a time. plus. There was a small easily. window. Yes, there was a small window. Right? There was a small window. And it's window. like you, you, these are the moves you need to make, right? Tr- getting off these, not betas, but wide receiver ones who are not alphas over the long term. That's just, you need to make these moves. And it's why... I've continually tell people I will trade for AJ Brown in every single league because say what you want about the injuries, whatever, where his dynasty value is, he is a true alpha and he's like 24 years old. All right, so let's play a quick game of alpha or beta. Let's do it with the dynasty wide receivers. (laughs) Let's just do it real quick. Let's go. All right. All right. I've got my dynasty wide receiver tiers pulled up and everybody in the first tier, uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, alphas, right? Alphas. Cool. All right. AJ Brown. Alpha. T. Higgins. Beta. Unfortunately. Jalen Waddle. Ooh. I'm going to go with Alpha, actually. I am going to go with Alpha for Jalen Waddle. Yeah. We didn't even talk about him at all. Great game by Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill. Alpha. Not even close. CD Lamb. Ray, help me out. I want to say C- beta. No, you I fucking do. answer. CD Lamb. I want to say beta. I don't think he's an alpha. Ooh. Drake London. I don't think. I guess he's an alpha. I don't, we haven't seen anything from him. Okay. I'm going to give him a pass. I'll, I'll, I'll say he's an alpha today, but. DK. We'll alpha. Debo. Uh, beta. Michael Pittman. Beta. Chris Olave. Beta. <laughs> Amon Ra. Yeah, he's a beta too. All right, two more. Chris Godwin. Beta. Could be DJ, alpha, DJ Moore. A, beta. They're all betas. Every single one of them. Okay. That's just where I'm at. People saying Debo beta. Wow. I, I just think it's the reality of the situation. Right? You go you go back and look to our wide receiver rankings, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The top is all, all alphas. Every single one of them. Diggs, Cup, Hill. We didn't even have Waddle in there. But I, I think Waddle is a guy who has really surprised me. And the success he's had next to another top-tier wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. And, Ray, this is where the conversation comes from, right? Would you take Jalen Waddle or T. Higgins? And I think that as much as I like T. Higgins, I think I love and would rather commit to Jalen Waddle. It's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I, I, think, I think Waddle for me too, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough yeah. one. 
that's the conversation I think. We, like, I, and I laid it out. I said, you know, Jalen Wall, I think is an alpha. Tegan's a beta, you know, and I just think that's that's where we're at. Man, this got this got at. the chat going. Y'all, y'all are <laughs> this got them hot, man. Scott Connor is pissed. Dropped two one hundred percent on DJ Moore. All right, let's uh Indy versus Tennessee. Nothing to see here. This the best running back on Indy, Deion Jackson only got two carries for three yards. Unfortunate. Uh JT 10 for 58. Give us Deion Jackson back. Derrick Henry, people have been trying to kill him for years, and he's the only running back in the league capable of carrying the ball 30 times and looking great. He's awesome, and he's never going to fall off until he's done playing because he's just awesome. That's just Derrick That's just Derek Henry. Baltimore escaped with the win. Lamar Jackson needs a wide receiver other than Rashad Bateman in the worst way. Mark Andrews with a big-time flop, man. Dude, zero catches, zero yards. All he had was one carry for four yards. And they ran a play, Jay, where they had fucking Mark Andrews at quarterback, and he pitched it to Lamar Jackson. What are we doing? What? You didn't see it? Creativity. He's no, under I didn't center. see that. I'm not bull. Blue 42. Blue. Hut, hut. Pitch. You think it's you think it's Gus Bus? Nah, maybe Justice Hill. No way. Kenya Drake. Nope. Lamar Jackson. Fucking tailback. Hands on his legs. Toss sweep to the left. Hey, we we didn't even talk about Lamar Jackson. Nine for sixteen, doing his best Marcus Mariota impression. Dude, but they did oh, win the game. He is pulling Zach Wilson too. He's just getting it and running around and being Zach Wilson yep. just better, and it just looks Gus a Bus. Cooler. But Ack. Yeah, the Gus, Gus Bus is back. back. Everyone said, everyone said, start Justice Hill, start Kenyon Drake. Nope, apparently it was start <laughs> Gus, Gus Edwards. Edwards. Sixteen carry, sixty-six yards, two touchdowns. Looked it. phenomenal. Uh, Looked great. What'd you think of Tua last night? He, man, I thought he was look, really the, good. The first thing is he was getting the ball out of his hands so quick, bro. He was not. He did yeah. not want to take a sack. But you saw the play where he scrambled for the first down and dove. And you're dove. like, dude, what are you doing? He almost. I'm not. <laughs> I, I know we don't count almost, the picks, but Pittsburgh yeah. should have had four of them. He threw it to Pittsburgh four times, yeah. Jay. Four times, and they couldn't catch the ball. He threw it directly yep. to the defenders four times, man, and they could not catch interceptions. He got the ball out quick. He, he got it to his play. Dude, Tyreek Hill is so fast. Every time I watch him, I'm just like, this yep. dude is on another level. Um, 13 but it was good to see- targets. 13 targets, man. 13 targets. 13 man. targets. Insane. He burned me on the, I needed him over 76 and a half receiving yards, but it was good to see Tua get the ball out of his hands quick. It's good to see him uh, get back yep, on the field. Came back and, with a win. Yeah, come back with a win. Uh, anything else that we missed? Justin Herbert stinking it up uh, this year. 51 attempts. QBR of 26. Let's talk about it real quick, Jay. Let's just talk about it. This will be what we get out on. Give oh, me the top. Three, top five, top five dynasty quarterbacks. Give them to me. Top five? Top five dynasty quarterbacks. I don't even want to name five. Um, Okay, we'll go with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Easy. One and two. Easy. Okay, now is where... I think I'm going to put... Oh, man. Okay, Come I'm going to go Burrow. Ooh, that feels gross. Burrow hurts Herbert. Think is where I want to go. I could throw Lamar in there. Am I missing any- Kyler? No, I think that's where I'm going. I, am I missing anybody drastic like bad? I don't. I don't think so. Maybe. I think that's where I want to go. I think I want to go. Burrow hurts Herbert. I think that's where I'm at. So Lamar's out of your top five. You you're kicking Lamar out. He was kind of already out of my top five. Oof. He, 
Kyler? No Kyler? He ain't looking that good. You know, he's he's okay. He he could be there. It's it's and then Dax like fucking way back there somewhere. Watson? Um, You don't want to throw Watson up there? Not today. No, well, not today. No, not today. He's he's right around there. You could make the case for Lamar in there. I know people don't want to put Burrow in there. Burrow, prisoner of the moment, 400 yards. I get it. That's cool. But Herbert, he's not looking too good. You know, Herbert's not looking that good. Uh, Mike Williams hurt. Keenan Allen didn't play the second half. Like, I just, no, no, thank you. You know, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. My five haven't changed. It's it's still, it's Allen, Mahomes, Jackson, Herbert, Hurts. Those are my five. Burrow. Hurts. Hertz wasn't in there to start the year, was he? No way. I'm looking at my little, fucking change. How you gonna tell? I'm looking at my little rankings change. right now. No, Hertz moved up. Oh, yeah, he moved well, up. He moved up. Okay. Yeah, he moved up. Austin Eckler, twelve receptions again. Let's go. Yeah. Where did that Phenomenal. come from? But yeah, uh, it came from every week because he dumps it down like nobody's business. They can't throw it deep. Somebody said I have Matt Corral top five. Get the fuck out of here. I'd Get put him top here. five if he was playing. Sam Howell top ten. Oh Hopefully, loaded. Right, Come here, this. Oh, our tight end baller of the week. We didn't even talk about it. We didn't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Jawan Johnson. Let's go. Jawan Johnson. I fucking, I dropped him in some places too. And this dude goes out there. Five receptions, 32 t- yards, two touchdowns. Uh, two touchdowns. That's all it tight takes to be week. baller of the week That's at tight end. It. That's all it takes. Uh, the fraudulent yep. one, TJ Hawkinson, out, out receptioned again by Brock Wright or whomever it was. But whatever there you go. Whatever his name is. All right, we got to get out of here. Good show. <sighs> Brees Hall, man. I just don't even know. I'm still just yeah. Brees Hall, Javonta Williams, DK Metcalf. Yep. It just, yep. it's rough playing best ball, dynasty best ball. That's the way. Stop yep. playing in these lineup leagues. Everyone that still does lineup leagues, you're fossils. You use Windows 98. You still got a <laughs> floppy disk. Get out of there. No, normalize, normalize dynasty best ball and stop with this lineup league stuff. Dynasty best yeah. ball is the way. Check out the Dynasty, uh, the Destination Dynasty podcast newsletter yep. link in the description. Use the promo code for some Michelle Adoro coffee. Get 15% off. Go to MichelleAdoroUSA.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You get other awesome promotions. Use the promo code mm-hmm. Wake Up. We got prop videos, winning money, talking strategy, having fun. Y'all have a good Wednesday, man. And if I'm out there working out at 5 a.m. with a blown Achilles, what's y'all's excuse? What's your excuse, Jay? For not getting out there. Uh, I was up in. late. I was up. I was up late putting in your NBA prize picks plays that I believe you played prior to the show. Right? I was doing that, and I was preparing for the show. So, all right, go get a workout in, everybody. All right, we out this thing. See y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Thank y'all for watching the Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, or the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prize picks for a 100% deposit match up to $100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo It's all gas, all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.